Hello and welcome to the Guzzler podcast. This is our Disney series where we watch all of the Disney films right from start to finish, all the way from the 30s through to present day. We also do plan on moving on to the sequels, the live action remakes, all that sort of stuff. And the idea is, me and young Declan over there, are we, we don't know Disney, do we Declan? No. We've seen a bit here and there. I, I think I've seen some of these when I was really young, but I don't remember them at all. And then Louis is a bit of a Disney expert, aren't you, Louis? Yes, I am. Yes, I am. So that's the series. That's the premise. This week, we were watching Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. Okay, so I'll start by saying that the Walt Disney, he made Steamboat Willie, which was the first ever short with sound. Um, and he made like the City Symphonies and Three Little Pigs, which was meant to be back then as like the best short ever made. And obviously these just became, these were just on at the start of films back in the in the 1930s. And then um, they started doing two films on at once instead of shorts. So he sort of became redundant and decided that he was going to make like a full feature length animated film. Everyone said, this is awful. Like, his wife Lillian was like, you're an idiot. This is going to bomb. Everyone thought this is this is awful, and like on social media now, everyone talks about films, and it's easy to get like a good following. But back then, the papers were like, "Walt Disney's going insane. This is a stupid idea," and everyone was like, "Why would you want to watch ninety minutes of cartoons when you can watch ninety minutes of black and white live action real life actors?" So he got two hundred fifty thousand pounds or dollars to make the film, and it ended up costing one point five million. He had to remortgage his house Jesus. during the middle of like a nation. Is that in nineteen thirties money? Um, like yeah, not in nineteen thirties money. In nineteen thirties money, um, wow, he had to remortgage his house. That is a lot. During the middle of like a nationwide depression, um, he had seven hundred fifty artists, and then they uh, made two million sketches for the film, and the film was made up of two hundred fifty thousand separate pictures as well. I just, I, I wouldn't have bothered. It feels like a lot of effort. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and previous to this, Walt Disney, um, he was getting just left well he kept getting sacked from his jobs as cartoonists because they said he didn't have enough imagination um he then went to work in the war as an ambulance driver and used to draw cartoons on his ambulances and then he made someone called oswald the lucky rabbit and someone stole it from him that was like his original mickey mouse someone stole it from him and they took the rights to it yeah and then the premiere happened of the film and everyone just was crying and laughing and he turned to his banker at the end and said and what did you think to that? And he said, you're going to make a lot of money, Walt. And, you know, lo and behold, he did. And the thing was, obviously back then, you didn't have... If you missed it at the cinema, you didn't see it. And this film was re-released 15 times up until 1994 when it was finally put on video. Um, wow. You know, it's a massive film. So, yeah, we watched this film this I'm week. Gonna, I'm going to put a nice sad spin on that because I feel like that's one of my roles. <laughs> um, I feel like for every, for every Walt, there's a million, like, Daves. Yes, who, exactly. You know, put themselves on the line and get literally nothing. Yeah. So if you're sat there thinking, well, if Walt can do it, I can, you probably can't. You probably can't. <laughs> yeah, he was he was very lucky, obviously, wasn't he? And as well, recently, we've watched the film The Room, um, and, oh. you know, he's one of the Daves, isn't he, in this? Tommy Wiseau yeah, is but he, a Dave. Yeah, but he put himself out there. Yeah, he did, of course, yeah, he did. Fired, but you've got to respect that he, he put himself he out there. He isn't even a Dave. He's, he's just, <laughs> yeah. Right. He's yeah. a Tommy. He's his own thing. Yeah. I'll tell you what else as well. Um he well Disney quick thing, he um he kept a zoo in the in the in the parking lot of their of their studio so then they could actually did. go and draw real animals instead of from memory. Of course he did. So yeah, let's talk about the film then. 
Let's let's go. I like the quote at the start from Walt thanking his staff. Yes. He, he, I, he put the word sincere, so I can only assume it was sincere. Yes, I've got the quote here. You wouldn't get that now. No, you wouldn't. So he says it to the front, doesn't he? My sincere appreciation to the members of my staff whose loyalty and creative endeavour made possible this production. And you can tell that he's... He is. He really is sincerely grateful for the fact that this is the first full-length animated film. Like he's so happy that this happened. It'd be weird if you got that now, though, wouldn't it? It would, yeah. If Christopher Nolan just at the start of Tenet was like, "Yeah, cheers." Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, cheers, lads. Thanks. Yeah, we really appreciate. It. I'll buy you a pint. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and this marks the start of the credits, doesn't it? The credits are at the start of the film in this. Right. I've got a lot to say about the credits. You strap in, boys. Are you ready for this? Go for it. Now, what I've said is right. Imagine if now the credits were at the start of things, yeah? Yeah. Especially saying, like... Because he had, he had a big team, obviously, but not like they... Like, now is absolutely insane. Imagine WandaVision <laughs> if they had the credits at the start. Yeah. And you had to sit through nine minutes of credits to watch a 16-minute TV show. <laughs> You'd be absolutely fuming. Yeah, you would. But then I've also said that, like... Realistically, it opens up, I think, quite an interesting debate about creativity. Because realistically, these people have made... They've worked really hard on a bit of entertainment that you've enjoyed. They probably do deserve you to sit through and see their name. But equally, I don't want to do that. Yeah, I think that, as this was the first time, I think that it was like it was showing importance on the fact that if it, if it wasn't for any of these people that, that this film wouldn't have happened. Was, do you know what I mean? We, we now live in an age where credits... You can literally skip credits. There's a bit that says there's a skip credits button or like it just automatically plays the next episode. Like Credits are not given any due anymore at all. No. At least when TV was a thing, you used to have to watch the credits. But I feel like this is kind of mass-scale production, a result of that. Like It brings up the question, do I want to know the farmer that picked my apples? Like, Would you write his name on the thing? No. So I don't care. I don't care who's done the thing. That's their job. They got paid for it. They don't need my recognition as well. Now, in Disney, I don't know if all films do this, but Disney, at some point in their credits, they put the babies that were born during the production. So, like, the people who worked there who were pregnant and the names of the babies who were born during when they were making it. And I think that's quite cool. That is weird, though, isn't it? It is weird, It is, yeah. it is a bit weird. How many babies do they, on average, you know, have, give, like... Because it's, it's only weird if there's a lot. Do you know what I mean? If it's, like, a proper scrolling credits for there's, ages. There's like... 60 babies that are born. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now there's about 20, 25 of them. That is quite a few. That is... Yeah. yeah, that's a bit... Why are they just... Do they just hire pregnant women? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the whole behind-the-scenes team is just bulging bellies. Well, so the film then goes into... um, It, it opens to a book doesn't it? Which I think which was quite a cliche back then. Well, I'll say back then, this was the first. Yeah, I've, I've written... I really like the fact they've written a bit of the story in words, but I have yeah. written, if you did just do another couple of them, you just made the book, ain't you? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a bit lazy. I think this and is And they like, do it again at the end. It's a bit cheating. Like Star Wars and stuff, it's like at the start where you read the thing to know what's happened, that was very much like Snow White, isn't it? Like, this is what's happened beforehand. Mm. Until the end, where Until he literally end. just cuts out like all of the story and just says, like, we're now here. Where do we go next? I've just... I, so, we go to the, the queen woman. She's the queen, yeah? Yeah, queen, yeah. And I've just I've just written a general point. I can't remember what. I've just said that the mirror's the villain of this film. Okay. I decided immediately, the second he opened his mouth, the mirror is the... Vi- if the mirror weren't a little snake in the grass... None of this would have happened if he just reined it in a little bit. Yeah. Well, I do agree. The, he's, the, he's the one causing all these events. So she's obviously a very narcissistic woman. Um, 
But, and the thing is yeah. that in the first like two minutes of this, she's like, you know, who's the fairest of them all? And the mirror's like, Snow White, she's better than you. And the Queen's like, Blarmy, I'm going to make sure she's not about anymore. And the Queen is her stepmom. Like yeah, no, she queen, could, yeah. she could just walk downstairs as well if she, if she really wanted to. Like, she wouldn't have to hire a huntsman. She could just walk downstairs and just stab her. I've I, I've written this later. I've written yeah. later that she goes for a very convoluted plan yeah. because she's clearly not worried about like the police or repercussions or anything. So no. she could just do anything. Yeah, exactly. And she goes to a lot of effort for this, doesn't she? Yeah. Um, I've also put though, what what qualification has the mirror got to be judging? Because he is clapped. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, He's yeah, hideous. yeah. And also, and then she she don't hang about. She's straight out like, I'll have her. Yeah, fair enough. General comment I've made in this scene is, how do they do fade shots between scenes? Because obviously it's like hand drawn stuff, right? Yeah. So but they ain't got some like they ain't got like Dave sat there drawing the midpoints between scenes because that's mental. So I'm not actually sure about that. But what they do have is this is very interesting. They have a thing called a multi plane camera, and it's about I don't know probably from floor to ceiling. And it's just got layers of glass every maybe mm, 30 centimetres down. And they lay different things on there. So we know when you get these scenes in films where it looks like it's zooming in for a forest, at like someone in a forest, and yeah. it, you go past things. They put a different drawing on all, all bits of glass so the camera can physically zoom through the drawing. Oh, cool. And there's only two of them left in the world. One of them is in the Walt Disney Museum in um, Anaheim, and the other one is in Disneyland, Disney World Florida. Uh, they have two of these actual multiplane cameras so that's how they look like zoom for a picture but i'm not sure about the fading i don't know about that i just thought it was, i just thought it was quite interesting that is quite interesting like, yeah because they did it quite a lot at the start of the film yeah i noticed they did quite a few fade shots mm. i just don't really know how you'd do it but i don't know what they do the drawings on to be fair like is it just paper um they do it on slides um and actually yeah. snow white's makeup the the pink rosy cheeks is actual blusher what they added to to the um, it is the terrifying. <laughs> yeah. Um, how old do you think? Or you might know, but how old do you, is Snow White in this? Like twelve. Declan, that's not actually my guess. Seventeen. No, I reckon she's younger than that. I reckon she's thir- 13, 14 years old. She's fourteen. Yeah, she's fourteen. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy, isn't it? It is. How? Did, how? Did, why, who, who clarified that and why? Um, I don't know. I think it was from. This might have actually just been from like the the grim fairy tale that she was fourteen, maybe. Yeah, yeah, but she's she's the she's the youngest Disney princess. That, that makes the whole film a bit weirder now. It does make it a bit weirder, doesn't it? Yes. Yeah. So the the woman who played um, played Snow White, um, Adriana Casalotti, ninety five. I think her name. was. <laughs> no, but what I was going to say was I'll, I'll write this down for later on. Um, Walt Disney thought that she was so unique to that role, and like she only wanted to, he only wanted her to be recognised for Snow White. So he wrote in her contract that she could never work again. And he offered her wow. about 116000 I think he gave her, to never work again. So she could just be Snow White and be remembered for Snow White. And she, did she literally not... She, she did nothing else? She did nothing else. Wow, Jesus. that is crazy. I think she might have done some things beforehand, but he never wanted her to work after that. That's, that's commitment, isn't it? Jesus. It is, yeah, yeah. The thing I took right from the start is I think that the animation is very good, even 80 years ago. I've written down, skipping back a bit, anim- I've literally written, animation's timeless. Yeah. Like, it just looks good. Animation is always... What is the point of the live-action remakes? And we're uh, yeah. going to come on to it when we do live but I am fuming, man. Yeah, no, what I is agree. the point? No, I don't, I, to I, I don't know. To be fair, even I was impressed by the anima- animation. It is very good. You even think 80 deck, years ago? There you go. Because there are some, you know, cartoons now which are really, really blocky and really, like... 
I don't know, rubbish animation. But 80 years ago, to be this well animated, I think it's very, very good. I think I think the thing is, is that like so much, so many animated things now. There's so many just like cheap, easy ways to do it. And yeah. Companies do not put in any effort whatsoever. Yeah, good point. Yeah. Another thing that is this quite weird. That all the way through this film, no matter really where, there's music playing, like or- orchestral music playing throughout this whole film, and you mm. don't get that in films anymore. You don't get this like big orchestral music, and the way that like in certain scenes where there's like a choir singing people don't sing like that anymore even Snow White no one sings like that anymore not even in films just people don't sing like that anymore it's a different time yes exactly yeah yeah so after we see the Queen we, we see Snow White for the first time and she's singing and yep. she's outside the castle she's you know nature and birds are a big part of it like she's she's surrounded by them yeah. and then um, a, a bloke hops the fence I've I just start singing with her. This. Go on. Like a lot. So she does a duet with a well. Yes. Which is mental. I'm singing. I'm singing. I'm singing. Yeah, which <laughs> is mental, but I loved it. I thought that was sick. And then she does the... From the Eurovision thing, you know, the... <laughs> just that, which yeah, is yeah. weird. Yeah. And then this is the vampire thing. Right. She, you said you might know what the vampire thing's about. I don't think you do. No. Maybe not. I I felt I thought he might have like pulled his jacket over himself or something like. When the, no, no. Okay. Listen, it's much. It's a bit more deep than that. So okay. Right. I've written. Hang on. Hang on. Because I was so excited. Right. So she's singing with a well, yeah. doing a duet. Right. The prince guy rocks up. Yeah. And sings down the well. Right. But the well don't sing back. There's no echo. Oh. So you know how vampires don't have reflections. Yeah. I've written maybe some sort of sonic vampire who doesn't have an echo. Ah. And then I've written, and then I'm disappointed now because I've written. I can't wait for the film to explore this seemingly ancient and powerful creature. <laughs> he then, though, he then says to Snow White, "I'm sorry, did I frighten you? Yeah, mate, you did. Jink on Echo." Yeah. And then I've written alternatively, the whole film could be from his perspective, and he's actually a mute. But but because we're in his head, he thinks he has a voice. And I've put. Ah. I recommend rewatching the film, imagining him as a mute, because it really adds depth. <laughs> But all, all, all I can imagine then is mutes don't make actual like words with their mouth. So he, in the whole film, he's just making random <laughs> noises. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna drop the mute thing, but the vampire thing will come back. I think he's a vampire. Alright, okay. Well, we'll keep and I have that. more evidence later on. I do I find promise. it weird, especially knowing that she's 14. That, he, that this bloke just hops the fence and just like you know starts singing with her, and you know. Oh, it's um, crazy, isn't it? Oh, also in that scene, Snow White has fresh crepes on. Just to. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but to be fair, it, it's 80 years ago. Th- these things happened, didn't they? Yes. Yeah, you are right. Yeah. Um, his name is. Do you, do you even know what his name is? Um, Paul. No, no, actually, his name is Prince Florian. Dracula. No, not Dracula. Mm. Prince Florian, it's, and it's never actually said in the film, but it's in like the. Because he's barely in it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He doesn't do anything. He sings down a well, yeah. and then he leaves, he leaves for ages. He gives her a kiss. He takes her home. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, sounds very like traveller tradition, doesn't sounds it? Sounds like an average night out, to be fair. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's never said in the film. It's in the book, so yeah. I've I've go. written before we move on. I've written that I really like the pace of this film. Woman talks to a mirror. Vampire sings in a well. Snow White runs into a forest. That is rapid. <laughs> it is rapid. That, like that was it. the first ten minutes of it, isn't it? So the Queen says she's going to kill her, and she's going to get the huntsman yeah. to do it. She's quite menacing, yes. isn't she? She is quite villainous, and I think that, like, you know, if this is the first time you've seen anything like this, I think it is. She's she's a good villain. 
She she is, but I've I've written here. What was the purpose of the box with the dagger through the heart on it? Why did she have that line around? And like we said earlier, she could have done anything at any point. Yeah. She was always going to get rid of Snow White. It was it was always she was getting older. It was all she wasn't going to be the fairest in the land forever. No. But the point you've already put in an Amazon order for a box with a dagger through a heart on it, <laughs> you might as well just murder the woman. Yeah. What are you putting it off for? What is the box just sat around in your house waiting for? Just murder her. Just do it already. Just do it. I don't understand. I don't get what... It doesn't make sense to me. Just kill her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and then she's she's walking and she's in the forest, isn't she? And um, this the the bloke's watching her from afar, like a like a bloke on the BBC in the 1970s. Um, <laughs> and he... <laughs> And he approaches her to kill her, uh, and then he just explains that the Queen's just jealous and tells her to run away. So he's a nice bloke, isn't he? He's got mixed up with the wrong crowd. I mean, maybe. I feel like I don't really know enough about the guy. All, all he did, to clarify, was not murder a 14-year-old child. <laughs> I don't know if that qualifies you as yeah. as a really nice bloke mixed in with the wrong... I also haven't murdered a 14-year-old, yeah, I'm scum. Yeah. It's basically the, the standard, isn't it? It's like the bar... Yeah. Is very quite low for this man. <laughs> it's just something you don't just do. Just cleared it, yeah. yeah. So I've on that point. She she then runs into the forest, yeah. Yeah. But I've written down there is literally no need for her to sprint into the forest. The guy's not going to kill her. The queen's not <laughs> he's coming. Already said I know. He's not I know. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I know he says run, but he doesn't literally mean sprint like your life depends on it, love. Because she then runs into some vines. She gets attacked by an owl. Yeah. She falls over. But she, she stops she running after ten minutes. So what's the point? I've put she could have literally just sauntered off into the woods. <laughs> la, 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 she would have been fine. Yeah, yeah but the, the funny so. thing about that, he tells her to run, she runs for 10 minutes and then sits in her house for the rest of the <laughs> <laughs> It's true. It's not like she's trying to hide, is she? She hasn't gone very far. When she wakes up from like falling over, the, this thing here where she's singing with the animals and stuff, this is, I feel like it's taken almost from a short, because that bit in itself could be a short line when she's singing with the animals and stuff. And something from this is... The baby deer, what she strokes, is the exact drawing of Bambi, which is like three films later. And there's two little chipmunks who look just like Chip and Dale. Um, I don't know if they actually are Chip and Dale, but that's just like that's something that's something nice. But I the, ba- the I deer put a is note Bambi. On that. Yeah. I put how much impact does them already animating it decide what films they're going to do later on? Do they literally just sit around and go, "Well, we've got a deer, lads, so we might as well make that <laughs> the main character of a film." Yeah, so I'm not sure actually. In in later films, when they knew what was coming, they always put a f- character from those early films in the next one. But at this point, I I know that he was just thinking, I want to do a feature length animated film. So um, yeah, it, it might it might well have been. Oh, we've got the drawing of a deer down to a T. I know. <laughs> we'll do a deer film. I, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. We've we've skipped a bit of my notes, so I'm going to jump back for a second. I've I've just said that you know when she's running through the forest, I've just said that like there's really nice like things come to life really nicely to demonstrate it's really good visual storytelling because like branches become hands, trees become a face, a log turns into crocodiles, and it's like classic visual storytelling because it's symbolic of her situation. Like she's been forced away from her home after she's just found a new love supposedly although she did literally just run away from a vampire uh, and a woman wants to murder her but like things are holding her back she's got a lot of fears she's got a lot of worries so the world is coming alive i just thought that was quite nice and that's something that disney does a lot and we'll see that as we progress yeah it's been replicated a lot and i think that i think that is very very good and then i've said that when when she ends up sobbing on the floor and calms down 
the camera then pans out and it's revealed the forest isn't daunting at all. It was just a reflection of the fact that she was paranoid. As soon as she calmed yes. down, things became clear and became quite nice and inviting. Yes, that's like a representation of like anxiety, isn't it? Like in your head, if it's terrifying, but if you just look out for a second, things aren't that bad. Yeah. Um, so when she meets his animal, she goes to his house. And I think that like this house, it's like it's really, it's really, it's a really cute house, isn't it? Like even Snow says it's like a doll's house, and the music suddenly goes all lovely and sweet, uh, and it's like this safe haven, like it's not menacing at all. And I think everyone, there's even like a stream going past it and stuff. I've written dwarf house absolutely does not look inviting. It's dark, full of cobwebs, and Snow White looks at it and goes, "Oh, this looks nice." <laughs> no, she does, yeah. But I think, but when she disappears through the through the branches for a second, there's a stream and like a little uh, bridge, yeah, and it looks fair, like when she safe haven. Through, it does look nice. I agree with that, hundred percent. Yeah, and then she gets in it, and it's like cobwebs and stuff like that, and it looks like, well, you know, it's awful. Yeah, and she and she finds these seven chairs, and she assumes there's just seven little men, little children living in there, and that she's yeah, going to she be their mother. Children. Yeah, like like Wendy and Peter Pan, like she she's going to look after these. I've written down here, Snow White deduces that the house is full of seven little orphans and says, oh, that's too bad. <laughs> too bad? You yeah. just found seven too orphans she's... living alone in the forest, isolated. That's a tragedy. Yeah. And, <laughs> and she's like, oh, I'm going to stay here and now. And she cleans uh, the Squatters' house. rights. Yeah. Because, you know, if you burgle someone's house, as long as you clean it, it's fine. And also, they made a very strong point during this song where they're cleaning that you don't want to hide things underneath the rug. She was very clear to the mice. You don't put things under the rug. You clear it up properly. I like that. Nice message. Is that the, uh, nice. the prerequisite for breaking and entering nowadays? Like if you break in, give it a little tidy. You clean the house, you're fine. Yeah. Just clean up. Uh, I've said that there's a lot of little good little jokes in the animation at this point. Like yep. the tortoise yeah. tries to sneak. A squirrel gets tangled in cobwebs. This is when she's cleaning. An animal sneezes and flies backwards into a pot. And it's just like... The, the, the cleaning scene could have been really boring, but they always use it as an opportunity to show little funny animated scenes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and they are all like slapstick funny, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, slapstick. They're, I think they're, exactly they're... describes it. In the scene, she sings, and the animals sing back to her. Yeah. And I just said that, like, I think there's a really nice parallel to be drawn there between her singing to herself down a well while she had her old life, and her singing back to some animals and them singing back. Because it shows that even though she's, she's been forced got away now, from her she? home... She's, got, she's happy. Yeah, exactly. She's a little bit less lonely now, which I thought was quite nice. Yeah, and that is very nice, isn't it? It's, she, she's content here, isn't she? She's uh, At the start, she was in these these walls of this castle. She was very, like... And even the garden she was in, it was very concrete. And stuff exactly. Like, where now she's in nature. She's, she's yeah. happy and content. I've also yeah, said on the cleaning, my last comment, I promise, about the cleaning, is that I like the scene, but when they're cleaning up cobwebs, they are just decimating another animal's home. <laughs> yeah, who she should That's a be bit with? Up, she? Isn't she it? should be. Yeah, it is. Yeah, didn't think of that. Wow. Yeah, so we meet these dwarfs now, um, and this is a magical scene. I think this is this is really nice. And we see all their characteristics while they're mining for these for these diamonds and stuff like that. Happy is the first dwarf, dwarf we see, and well, well one second. Uh, Snow White never actually. She's the, he's the only dwarf that Snow White never ever calls by name. She never ever says that he's happy or calls him happy. Does she not? There you go. No, never ever calls him happy. Um, she she sees happy on the bed, as in like written on the bed later on, but she never ever calls him happy. Because when she says, oh, here are all you, and she goes, oh, dopey, grumpy, he says, and I'm happy, and she never says oh, it. Oh, yeah, that is true, actually, yeah. I've written, you know when they're all walking back to the house? Yeah, yeah. Uh, they have echoes. That's all I'm saying. 
which solidifies that the so, guy at the start is literally the only character. They've they've gone to effort to make sure that all the other characters have echoes. That can't be a coincidence. That is weird. Yeah, I have to look into that because that's that is very interesting. Very. Why haven't you got an echo? I don't get it. Yeah, I don't know. That's a very good point. I'm glad I've got you. Inv- I've got. I'm glad I've got you invested yeah. in this theory now. Yeah, I do like that. <laughs> and then I also agree with what Deck said yesterday. How on earth are the dwarves not crazy rich? They've got mad, mad gems. What are they doing with them? Mate, Just sell them. They yeah, I don't be- know. That. They're blinged out. How how are they not minted? Why are they yeah, going I don't to know work what in a mine every day? One day's work and they're loaded. Second, yeah, point, and also they they just buy a cleaner. There's a queen. Exactly. There's there's a queen in a castle with an army. How has she not slaughtered them all and taken the mine for herself yet? Like it's not even that far have. away from the castle. No, it's not. She walks there later. It's not <laughs> like <right around> there. <laughs> she does. Yeah, yeah. She's not exactly yeah. my pharaoh. Yeah, good point. No, or is she? <clears throat> so we see Dopey who can't talk. Um, these are all their characteristics, obviously. Then hi ho happens. There's a lot of physical comedy in this, like sneezy sneezes, mm, and launches everyone across the room like it's a hurricane. And also, there's, there's the seven dwarfs. They have a a ride in about three of the six or seven Disney parks. It's called Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, and you go on a mine train through their yeah. um, through their mine, which is which is very nice. So Disney wanted all these dwarfs to match a personality, so the audience could resonate with them all. And I just wrote down a few of the names which I googled. I've like my favourite names of what some dwarfs could have been. So there was silly, flabby. That's a great one. Alfie. Lazy, flabby, dirty, flabby. Yeah, yeah, flabby. <laughs> uh, lazy, dirty, awful, awful, strange, strutty. Which I really wanted him. To, I wanted that one to exist. I wanted him to be like <laughs> RuPaul. Uh, <laughs> shifty, hungry. And yeah, yeah, that's the ones I wrote down. Imagine Strutty just struts in and just goes, "Show me your banyo." <laughs> yeah, he 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 would have been based off of Jonathan off of Quirrell, exactly <laughs> that. Um, but in the program, once they actually have an eighth, eighth dwarf called Stealthy who who dies. Stealthy. <laughs> he's awful. just in he's just in camouflage. Yeah, but he dies because he wasn't very stealthy, which is which is ironic. Yeah. So do do any of you have a favourite dwarf? Dopey. It has to be dopey. Mine's grumpy. Pro- nah, I knew you were going to say that. As soon as I heard you no. slurping away at that beer, I thought he's going to come in and say grumpy, <laughs> and I'm going to go over and give him a Yeah, slurp. and I think that there's, there's a lot of merchandise on grumpy, and I always feel bad like wanting to buy some, because it looks like I'm a grumpy person, which I'm not at all. But I think that, like, that he's just, like, he says what everyone else is thinking, and he, I don't think he is grumpy. I think he's just a bit, he's more sane than the rest of them. Um, like he doesn't take crap from anyone. Um, I think he's probably the oldest of them all, probably the most experienced. And basically, he doesn't just want a random woman living in his house. That's what he wants. He doesn't yeah, want just some random lass. I'll give him that. Law-wise, you know, look, you know yeah. in terms of the the classic Snow White law, are, are the dwarves yeah. named this from birth? Is it like a dystopian future where they have like preordained character traits and they have to live up to that, or do they just like have a personality and they're given that name? In once. They're, the dwarfs are born from eggs, and when they hatch, so they're birds. No, they're, honestly, it's just, they're, they're what? So they're this is birds. actually true. Yeah, this is this. Honestly, this is true. No, uh-huh. they're just born from eggs. I don't know why. When they hatch, they pick up their pickaxe, and it just it it names them after the, the personality that have been most recently. They've that got to be mental. some strong ass babies to lift lift up a pickaxe. <laughs> they're, they're, they're born. They're they're born as. As an adult, big eggs then. Who laid them? Yeah, yeah, they are. Yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. These are like six, seven eggs. I don't know how they how they come about these eggs, but 
Yeah, there you go. I feel All sorry right. for whoever laid them. Yeah. I also deck. Who was your who was your um favourite Oh dwarf? Doug. There's a bit where Snow White's walking around the house, yeah? Mm. And she first reads the names and she's like happy doc dopey. Yeah? Yeah. And she goes, Ha 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 what funny names for children. You you wait till you see who actually turns up, mate. <laughs> you're yeah, in you're gonna shock. be for the shock of your life. Yeah, very good point. When Doc arrives home, he says Jiminy Cricket. For he just yeah. says Jiminy Cricket, and the, the next film is Pinocchio with Jiminy Cricket. Thing, yeah, yeah. So I googled it because I wondered if Jiminy Cricket was already a phrase because it was strange. I was, I was wondering it was strange, and it was. It's actually Disney wanted Doc to say Jesus Christ, but didn't think it was appropriate, so he changed it to Jiminy Cricket. He just thought it was quite funny to say Jiminy Cricket. Oh, oh. and then they, and then they made a character yeah named after that yeah that's cool I like that. so is that's is cool, Jiminy yeah. Cricket actually Jesus Christ well I did wonder that I wondered if if <laughs> there is like something that but Jiminy Cricket's supposed to be Pinocchio's conscious consciousness so um conscience conscience that's the word so I'm not sure I'll explore that when we watch that one next week so there's a there's a bit I don't know where we're at but the next thing in my notes is when, when the dwarves are coming home yeah. um, and Snow White first first hears them her and the animals go crazy. They, they're terrified, right? Yeah. But the dwarves... At this point, she thinks the dwarves are children. And the dwarves approach literally singing and whistling. That is the least daunting approach they could have gone for. And also, she has broke into their house. Exactly. She, she breaks into their house. They approach singing and whistling. And she's like, oh, bloody hell, this is scary. Is it? Yeah. She goes to bed, doesn't she? And then and Doc says... What are you and who are you? And he quickly changes his mind, and he's like, "Well, I'm happy by the way. Oh, I'm Doc. This is happy." Um, you know, Bef- before you they get up there, they decide to send Dopey up to investigate. Right? Yeah. The worst. Now, I feel like giving Dopey a candle is the dumbest thing. <laughs> he's literally called Dopey. He can. He's yeah. struggling to walk earlier in the film. He can't walk. <laughs> You've given him a candle. Or- You've got a wooden staircase. Just the fact that like they want him to relay what what who's up there when he can't talk. <laughs> yeah, that is that's a really good point actually. What's he gonna say? What's he gonna do? Yeah. You should send Doc up there. Like, come on. <laughs> um And then obviously when they all they all wake up, oh so she wakes up and they go downstairs and stuff and she, she's cooking them a meal, isn't she? Yes. And she decides that their their hands are dirty, and I think this is a really good scene because I think that Back there. There's a lot of things in here, like you said earlier, about like the scene in the forest and stuff, which adults will very much understand and things. And I think this bit here is a really good bit for both children and adults because their hands are dirty, and it's sort of like a a reminder to like wash now, hands and stuff. That I have a very children. yeah, we should, very different take. We should play that in COVID okay. society. Yeah. Yes. I've written down these are seven hardworking individuals who work all day in the mines, slaving away. They come home. There's some rich cow sat in their bed. She tells them their house is a state. They're a shambles, and they should feel ashamed for having dirty hands, even though they've literally just got back from work. No wonder Bashful's feeling bashful and Grumpy's feeling. He should be fuming, mate. Yeah. She literally she makes them put their dirty hands out so she can pile shame on them. They're eating soup. They're gonna use a spoon. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it's not like they've got yeah. finger food. They've got little sandwiches and strawberries. It don't matter. Yeah, that's a very good point. But I do love the scene where they're outside and washing their hands. I absolutely love that scene. That is a good scene, to be fair. That is a good scene. I've, I, to be fair, I've written, banger alert, just scoop up the water, get it on your face, and go... Brr, brr. 
<laughs> yeah, I don't know that's true. See, that's the, the, I imagine that like back then when they would turn like parents would turn their children, wait to wash our face, they would be going. Brr, brr, yeah, exactly. Because exactly. I like that. I think that's really good. Uh, have you got anything else but, to say about this bit? I've got some things to say from before this bit. Okay. <laughs> when uh, go on. When Snow White's guessing all their names and they're all stood in a row. Yeah. Like I know Sneezy is things he sneezes, but when she's guessing your name, you could try and hold it he in a bit sneeze, better than yeah. he did. Because he's proper giving the yeah. game away there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah she turns is, to yeah. him and she's I'm gonna guess your name and he sneezes. That's ru- he's ruined that. She should have gone. Oh, you're grumpy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We we you haven't said why Doc's called Doc when he's like mumbling, bumbling state. Yeah, so Doc is meant to be the leader and he was meant to be like the smartest. Um like mm. he's sort of like a, a doctor but I, I totally agree with you he he I think people look to him like he's a leader yeah but he's not a fit leader no he's a bit of a snake because he, he is he's, he's bummy and people were like what do we do and he doc's like well 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 hmm well and he, he comes up with an idea but he's he's not happy with yeah, exactly. the fact that he's got come up with the idea yeah yeah that's because yeah. uh, doc isn't short for doctress short for Docklin, and uh, it's closer to me than it is to a doctor oh uh, yeah you're a bumbling idiot, is what you're exactly saying. Exactly right. <laughs> right, so I've just I've written down that the animation and the characterization of the dwarves is way, way better than anything Snow White gets. Because like I think that their design gives the animators a lot more freedom to portray their personality, whereas Snow White has to try and be a bit realistic. So like Grumpy and dopey and stuff can really they can make it really exaggerated in their animation, which makes them better character wise whereas Snow White doesn't really do it like Dopey literally has no dialogue and yet he's a more interesting character than the main character yeah 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 I do agree um, and like I said like I said well well wanted people to resonate with, with the dwarfs and that, that is strange isn't it? The, the character of choice that yeah. he wanted people to, to like is, is the dwarfs yeah yeah my only other comment on the cleaning thing before we cut back to the castle is that I'm alright with him force cleaning Grumpy because he is a bit of a, you know, he's annoying sod. But it's a bit harsh to brush his teeth with soap. <laughs> yeah. I don't think they needed to do that. No. He's about to eat dinner. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah brushing teeth with soap after. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Like you always do, just yeah, before bed. Just soap. You get the soap yeah. and you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah, so the Queen finds out that Snow White's not dead. And she's in her, yeah. in her lair. And we see skeletons and things, which is. Um, you know, we we know she's kept her people captive in here. And originally, the prince was going to be in this scene, but they they didn't want to animate him because the prince was so hard to animate that they just chose not to. And the bloke who actually animated the prince, he was so good at animating the prince, they got him to animate the princes in both Sleeping Beauty and Cinderella because really, yeah, they just thought you're you're good at this. Why? Yeah. Why was he easy to animate at the start and the end, but not in the middle? I think I don't know if it was easy to animate, but it was just they wanted to just cut down as much as they could. Like in Toy Story, the okay. first Toy Story film, about fifteen minutes, ten minutes, ten minutes. Um, in the first Toy Story film, they Annie Annie didn't have a dad because humans were really hard to animate, so they just didn't bother making him a dad. Oh, fair enough. Um, and in the Queen, she turns yeah. into the witch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, do you think that's really convoluted? Well, she's clearly a cow. She's clearly a very, very powerful woman. She's got magic, and her plan is to turn herself into an old hag and make Snow White eat an apple. Yeah, she could have turned herself into like the eighth dwarf, couldn't she? Like, it's got to be better plans. Yes, it worked though. To be fair, 
Yeah, it worked, actually. You, you know what? You're right. I retract my point. Yeah. It worked. <clears throat> who am I to criticise? And Lucille Laverne, who who was the, played the Queen, they got her to do the witch's yeah. lines, and they said, no, sorry, you, you, you can't do this, because we'd have to get someone else in for the witch, because you, you're, not, you're not good enough. And she said, all right, I'll be back in a minute. And she went and came back in and done what we hear today as, as the witch's voice. And they said, blimey, how did you do that? And she just said, oh, I took my teeth out. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> fair enough. That was it. Yeah, that was her characterising that. Now, when she turns into the, the witch, we see a lot of green and like green puffs of smoke. And that is the colour that Disney uses to anything villainous in any film. The, green, the colour green comes up. And we'll see that a lot as it goes through. But green is the colour of evil in Disney. Mm. Makes sense. Yeah. Green is pretty evil. Snakes. Snakes. The mirror's a snake. Yeah. Have you got anything about this scene before I move on to the next one? Nah, mate, nah. I'm on the, I'm on the dancing yeah, scene. Yeah, so the yodeling scene. Uh, the yodeling yeah. can be heard a lot through Disney parks. I think it encapsulates, right. like, the European tale. This this film is meant to be set in Germany. And I think, especially in yeah. Disneyland Paris, there's a whole area. It's called oh, Fantasyland. Yeah, of course, it's meant to be set in Germany. And we hear all this yodeling <laughs> and stuff. Yeah. I've, I've written down, I love Grumpy... He's literally playing the piano pedals with his butt cheeks. <laughs> yeah. I've written, I love the fact that he's this grumpy, miserable, miserable man who literally wouldn't wash, but he'll happily play a piano with his yeah. arms. <laughs> yeah. Where are his boundaries? Yeah. I like the fact that this is a really happy scene that breaks up like the bit from the scary bit. Yeah, I, I really like it. There's just a few... like The only things I've written down are just things that uh, I found... In, like, Happy, at one point, says that he can't keep a tune because his feet are clean. There's not much of a correlation there. No. No. <laughs> Because earlier, they cleaned Grumpy's bum, but he's bashing away at them piano. Yeah, he is, yeah. Yeah, very good point. Dopey yeah. is really good at the drums. Yeah, really and good I've at the drums. He, he probably should have learnt to walk first. <laughs> yeah, or talk. <laughs> like, or talk. Like, you, your priorities are wrong, yeah, mate. He's, he's sick at the drums, to be fair. He's really good. Yeah, he's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In, yeah, that's all in the next thing, we see the witch go on her boat, and she, like, goes through the river's... And stuff like that, and it, it reminds me a bit of like Sharon, like the ferryman on the River Styx. I oh, think yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. tries to Sharon. Like, yeah. Um, I honestly thought you said Sharon. In yeah, Sharon, no. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. No. Um, and the next scene is where um, all the dwarfs are leaving to go back to work, and like she's getting a kiss from all, like she's kissing all of them. And one of my earliest yes. memories when I, when I was really little was the scene where Dopey just runs in and out of the house constantly to get like kissed by Snow White. And I also yeah. like that Grumpy is in the mirror, like buffering his head up to like because he wants to get kissed by Snow White, and he he walks out really grumpily. She kisses him, and he walks off, and he suddenly becomes he has a smile on his face, and then as soon as he turns around yeah. and Snow White sees that he's smiling, he has to go grumpy again because he can't face the fact that people will see him happy. I really like that. I said that I, I'm pretty sure Grumpy's just in this film to appease like grumpy dads that had to go see it. Yeah, because there's like that classic film trope where. If they know that you're going to be like a grumpy old man and complain, they just put you in the film because then you're like, oh yeah, 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 that's me. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it, is, it is like that. Yeah, but there's 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 a bit in that scene where Snow White sings uh, about the prince. Yeah, yeah. And one she day sings, my prince will come. He was so romantic. Yeah, I could not resist. You literally ran away. What do you mean you couldn't resist? You sprinted off. You you, you did exactly that. You resisted. Yeah, yeah and she hasn't. She hasn't even spoken. To, what do you mean you couldn't resist love? That's all you did. That's all you've done. There's a bit of a, I want to say about that song later on, actually. But yeah, that, that's a very good point. And then she turns around and the witch is at the window. And it's a really scary scene like that. That's, that's freaky when she turns around. The witch just take up the whole window, just like looking inside. I, I've just looked through my notes. Have we done the sleeping scene yet? Uh, about an hour ago, yeah. Yeah. So when they all go to bed. <laughs> yeah. 
This is the order of my notes, so it must have happened after well, the maybe, things yeah. I've said. They decide that Snow White's going to share their seven beds, and the dwarves are going to share the one bench downstairs. <laughs> and then, and then she sleeps in three beds. She even used all seven. Yeah, so the dwarves should have got in there before, shouldn't they? Yeah. Given how does that make sense? Given Grumpy a bed the, to himself, and they should have shared the other well, two. Well, they 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 gave her. A room to herself, which I I got to admit is quite chivalrous. It is. Yeah, it's nice, but it doesn't make sense, does it? All right. So the witch is at the window, and she offers the the red apple. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I've said that apple looks pink. Does it pink? I'd have it. Yeah. Yeah, I'd have it as well. And there's nice. there's vultures at the window, and they're they're waiting because like they yeah. survive them death and stuff. They're there. She eats the apple. She falls to the floor, and the witch escapes. Yeah. But the vultures are still there. Yeah. So the dwarves come running back, and the which escapes. Because the animals go to get them. Yes. And the torch is really slow. When the animals go to get the dwarves, one of the dwarves says, I don't know which dwarf it was, what ails these crazy birds, right? Yeah. But when the dwarf when the dwarf says what ails these crazy birds, he's getting rear-ended by a deer. <laughs> he literally, when he says that sentence, he literally has an, an antler up his rectum. <laughs> yeah, he does, Surely yeah. Surely you'd be more worried yeah. about the deer. No, he's happy. He's enjoying himself there. And then, and then in that scene when the animals are going mental and all the dwarves are going mental, Sleepy, who's half asleep, obviously says, "The Queen might have Snow White," and then falls asleep again. What a power move! <laughs> Carry <laughs> me. He doesn't care at all. He just goes, uh, "Snow White might be in danger. I'm off." Yeah. Actually, I think my favourite Sleepy now. Yeah, so he's, he's, he's a good character. <laughs> right, you can you can crack on, mate. Right, I'll just. I'm at, I'm at the Queen up the mountain. Yeah, now, so. so she's up there. She doesn't do a lot up there apart from she wants to like move a boulder with a stick. Yeah, but how conven- I've written how convenient is that? She runs up a mountain, she finds a boulder precariously balanced, and a big lever next to it. Yeah, her. <laughs> she says, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong, she messes up and falls to her death, but it's still convenient. Who put this Someone in? Someone was already planning to get rid of that boulder. Yeah, very true, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Maybe, it's, like, maybe it's the weapon at a different murder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it might be, to be fair, yeah. Maybe the prince was was looking to murder someone. Lightning strikes and she dies. Um, she falls yeah. off the cliff and then the rain stops. And it seems like that was a bit yeah. that was a bit easy when she's dead now. Done. Again, it's another convenient. This, this film feels like a lot of Captain Marvels. In yeah, it one. does. Yeah, like, yeah. A lot of conveniences. Just all convenient scapegoats. Yeah, it is to be fair. Yeah. So Snow White's asleep now, and everyone's crying. Even Grumpy's crying. Yeah, but they think she's dead. Yeah, they think she's dead. Yeah. Because I've written, the dwarves have messed up. They literally met her the day before, and now they're at a funeral. Like, could you mess that up any worse from the dwarves' perspective? Pretty much their fault, they'd the argue. Thing, the thing that annoys me about that is one of them's called Doc, and he didn't even check her pulse. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Yeah, all, yeah. all of these conveniences, and the one called Doc isn't a doctor. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And then we get words on the screen again, don't we? They're like bridging a gap. So the words say, so beautiful and deaf that the dwarfs could not find it in their hearts to bury her. They fashioned a coffin of glass and gold and kept eternal vigil at her side. The prince who had searched far and wide heard of the maiden who slept in the glass coffin. Yeah. No go. That's weird. Yes. That is really weird. Snow White is so lucky. This whole film hinges on the fact that the dwarves decided to keep her in a glass coffin like a bunch of weirdos. That is so. That is such a strange plot point that they just couldn't. They couldn't bring it in themselves to bury her corpse. 
So they're going to watch her rot over time. Yeah, exactly. In mm. their head, she is just going to rot. <laughs> yeah. That's so weird. That weird. That's really weird. That's really weird. Now I've put, this is the conclusion to the vampire arc. Right. Actually, there's one more point after this. It cannot be a coincidence that this prince wants to kiss a pale woman in a coffin. Ah. <laughs> That's all <laughs> I'm that saying. All, is that all your evidence comes from? Oh, he hasn't got an echo, Declan. I'll tell you what, Alfie, you've, you've made that pretty well. He hasn't got an echo. There was another point as well, but I can't remember what it was. And he it's, kisses it's a, a pale girl in a coffin. It's a film made in the 1930s by a Nazi. Of course a white bloke is going to try and kiss a 14-year-old girl. Because he's a vampire. Come on. He's a vampire. <laughs> he's a vampire. <laughs> so No, but if you're a 900-year-old immortal, it doesn't matter if she's 14 or 28, yeah. does it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's all if, weird. If you're immortal, you could at least wait. Nah, 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 man. He's busy. Yeah, she's basically dead now, isn't she? And he's, yeah, he turns up and he he kisses her. Um, yeah. And it's like you know, I think it's a lovely fairy tale which is getting cancelled now about the idea of consent. But as you said out, well, we both said out yesterday that that he thinks she's dead, and people kiss dead people all the time, don't they? Yeah, just to say goodbye. Like exactly, and also he doesn't know it. You you can't be you can't you can't say he sexually assaulted her just because she magically came back to no. life. And also he saved her life, which is like. He's a, he did save her life, and also she does love him because she he came she came back to life. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, but the thing is, she isn't dead. Even if they think she's dead, all they'd have to do was notice that she was breathing to know yeah, that she dead. was alive. Yeah, but nah, she's, she's not, is she? Because unless she wasn't breathing or her pulse wasn't going. She she was actually mm. dead. Yeah, but unless but she, she gets kissed, she she's never yeah, she's so, yeah, so she's basically dead. She's in eternal sleep, which is death. Either way, he saved her life. Yeah. yeah. And then right. my favourite anyway, bits is... She wakes up. She wakes up and she does this massive stretch, like she's just overslept for a couple of hours. Um, <laughs> and we've seen the seasons change. Like, the seasons have been changing during the, the last bit when they're all, like, placing flowers down. Like, we've seen all the seasons. She's been at least a year. She's stretched, like, this couple of hours... She sees this man who she was nervous about seeing the first time around. This is only the second time she's ever seen him. She just accepts the fact that this is her life now. She doesn't ask what's happened, where she's been, why she's in a glass coffin. Uh, she just, all right, she goes to the prince, he picks her up, she carries him onto her horse, and then the prince, who's now like, this is my life now, you, are, you must be my wife, he just lifts up seven small elderly men to also be kissed by her. That is weird. But I've said that, like, surely she should do more for the dwarves. Like, the prince must be wealthy. He's literally the prince of darkness. <laughs> surely she should give them something to say thank you. They've they just have, paid for a gold coffin for her, and she just wakes up and leaves. They have thousands of tons of diamonds. Yeah. They don't need no funding. Well, all right, but she could do... She'd get them a card or something. Imagine when they're all sitting on their porch in, like, 50 years, <laughs> all smoking like a pipe, and one of them just goes... Do you remember that lass who stayed with us that one night and then she just went with that prince? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, my last comment for the whole film, and then you can wrap it up, is I've just said that at the end of the film, yeah. when they ride off together, we see the prince's castle. Yes. And it, and I honestly recommend rewatching the scene because this really brings the whole film together. It is bathed in sunlight. The, it's literally just a castle surrounded by the sun's rays. Yeah. And I feel like that was a really cheeky, on-the-nose hint at the fact that he's a vampire. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because he can't be but in the sun. vampires don't like sun. Because he can't be in the yeah. sun, so I feel like they were just saying that, like, 
Do you know what I mean? It's a contradictory little wink at the audience. I like yeah, that. maybe so. I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan of your theory there. I actually love it. It's good. It's yeah, right. it is right. Exactly. Um, but yeah, so earlier on she sang One Day My Prince Will Come and now she sings One Day My Prince Is Here, which is like a nice a nice thing. Uh, nice. Yeah, so they live happily ever after. The book closes, which is like a nice end to the thing. Um, yeah, there we go. There was originally supposed to be 25 songs in the film, but they cut it down to eight. That's and the, the film soundtrack was the first soundtrack to ever be sold as well. Again. They're all the same song. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, they're, 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 that rendition is yeah. in the film quite a lot, sung by different people. There's no yeah. end credits either. Uh, it just simply says this is a Disney feature. There we go. And yeah, I like that. To be fair, I like the fact that it was just done. yeah, yeah, exactly. And there's also a ride in Disney in, in quite a few Disney parks, which is like a dark ride, and it goes through Snow White from beginning to end. And it's called Snow White's Enchanted Wish, and it's a good ride. All the, it, very good ride. It was the first. It was there on opening day in Disneyland in 1955, so it's, it's still there now. Mm. But they redesigned it in last year, actually, because in this ride, there's not the end scene with the um, the glass coffin. The last scene of the ride is yeah. where the queen di- the queen dies, and then the ride finishes. I'm like, well, That's you know, if you haven't seen the film and you're a small child, you're just like, all right, so Snow White's just dead. Snow White's yeah, dead. Yeah, like, it never shows you the glass coffin, but they redesigned it last year, you know, only 70 years later. Um and there is actually that, that final wow. scene yeah and okay, that, you've got some questions uh, I want to talk about the legacy yeah. of Snow White but you ask your questions away first right so I, I thought I'd be the, the comedic outlook of this little series um, so one uh, is the queen actually magic or is she on drugs uh, like the the mirror where the fuck would you get a magic mirror for one she's definitely just on acid and she's just talking to herself in the mirror. Um, and then she gets paranoid and convinces herself that she has to kill the princess. Two, why are the deers so thick? As in two C's. Like, at one point, one of the, the deers used their ass to y- pump a, a tap yep. of water. <laughs> that it, The film had a thing with them using their butt cheeks. The tortoise... Yeah. That's not a, a forest creature. Where does where did that come from? Mm, um, that's a good point, actually. Uh, what what have we what else happened? Uh, we've just spoke about it all. <laughs> we've just done it literally scene by scene. <laughs> I, I think. Oh no! I think that the thing you've took our video from is it, only like twenty minutes shorter than the film. Yeah. <laughs> I think the, what you've took from that Declan is yeah, that that you you totally forgot that it was an animated fairy tale. Yeah, but the, you've got to have some realism, in you? I mean, Jesus. Um, it's literally about vampires, mate. It's not. <laughs> so I think uh, I'll, I'll wrap this up. That Snow White is also one of the few Disney characters who has been honoured on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. So the others include Mickey really? Mouse, Donald Duck and Winnie the Pooh. They're the only other three. Um, it's the highest grossing animated See, the film. the others make sense to me, but Snow White feels weird. I think it, it's just simply because it's the first, isn't it? But it's the highest grossing animated film adjusted for inflation as well. Uh, in England, That's it was crazy. deemed too scary for children. So there was actually a... If it was under the age of 16, you had to be accompanied by a parent. The They made that much money, as I'd have said, off, off the film. that It actually paid for the Disney Studios to be built in Burbank, California. And without the, this film, they wouldn't have been able to do that. And Disney would have gone... Walt Disney would have gone bankrupt. In 1989, they... The National Film Registry said that this film was culturally, historically, and aesthetically significant. And um, wow. aesthetically, aesthetically, yes. I think it, you know, as I said, it is a timeless animation, isn't it? And as well, in 1939, yeah, exactly. 
I, lo I love this, and I've sent you. I'm going to send you a photo of this, Alfie, so you can put this during the video. So you might better see it now. That they gave Disney a special award for the film. It was an Oscar. They had one Oscar for the film, for you know the, how great it was. But then there was there was seven smaller ones that came with the Oscar to represent the seven dwarfs, which I think is that's that great. Nice. That's that's quite cool. And yeah, yeah the, the the girl who played Snow White, the singing voice, sorry, the singing voice of the of Snow White. Yeah, she was given. It wasn't hundreds of thousand pounds. Sorry, it was it was. She was given nine hundred and seventy dollars, which is a, is now worth seventeen thousand. So she was given seventeen thousand dollars, basically, uh, to not win any other film. That yeah, that was it. And as well, I wouldn't even pay for my student to end her career. Yeah, yeah, and she wasn't very old. As well, Snow White. She's in two other Canon Disney films or Disney franchise. She's in uh, Wreck-It Ralph two. Ralph breaks the internet, and she's also in Sophia the First, which is a Disney Channel uh, like thing about princess. Which is, is that's that's based towards you like a lot younger children but she's she is in that as well yeah and i think that you know without we have to remember as well that without snow white none of these other animated films would have ever happened even things like um shrek and things probably wouldn't have happened and this started off the disney thing entirely and you know marvel probably wouldn't be what it is today or star wars because disney wouldn't have existed um and there's a brilliant quote that i like as well and that was that walt disney said that it always started with a mouse which is very very true but his brother said it did all start with a mouse but um a very young princess helped line his pocket as well i like that <laughs> that is nice yeah. yeah so there we go good good quote for the end mate. it is i like yeah. it it's almost like you did that on purpose it is isn't it <laughs> it's almost like these podcasts are planned yeah. isn't it okay, yeah. yeah almost by some of us. <laughs> <laughs> so there we go, gentlemen. Right. Um, uh, what, how, what would you rate this film out of ten? Actually, to finish this off, I'm going to make a leaderboard of these films. What would you, how would you rate this film? Seven. Seven. Decent. Declan. That's alright. I liked it. I'm going to give it an eight. Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm, in, I'm. I think. I think just in terms of its significance and everything. I would agree with you, Declan. And how they did it at the time. I, I yeah. think the film in itself is Fair seven, enough. but I think Fair because enough. when you remember the, the significance it has, I would give it an eight. Yeah, I agree with you. Don't yeah, get I'm me wrong. Seven. It's it's full of plot holes. <laughs> I could easily, quite easily tear it apart. In terms of the plot, it's probably like a three, but everything it's else. Twilight. You that's also got vampires yeah, in it. it. It's it's better than Star Wars. <laughs> so. The next film is Pinocchio. Yes, right? it is Pinocchio. Yep. Uh, we were going to just quickly because we are running on a lot of time. <laughs> what do you know about Pinocchio, Declan? Uh, he, his nose grows when he lies. What do you expect from the film? Is that all you know? He's got. He's he's made friends with the three blind mice. Right. <laughs> Interesting. He's so a real boy. Every, everything I, really I know. Everything I know about Pinocchio, I got from Shrek. <laughs> he, he is a real boy. I think. And I'm going to say so many things in these next time segments that are going to be just wrong. I think there's something to do with a whale. Okay. Uh, and then there's like a there's that cricket guy because I yeah. have my Moby, name. That's, that's Moby Dick. Of Jiminy, you are. That's Moby Dick. I think someone gets swallowed by a whale. I think that's I Moby think. Dick. The, Moby Dick doesn't get swallowed by a whale. He is the whale. <laughs> he is the whale. Yeah. Damn it. So I think that both of you gentlemen will be very surprised. By what you see in Pinocchio, because it's it's it, a lot happens actually. You know, I think it's I think that you'll be very surprised with everything that happens in Pinocchio. Very surprised. I think I also think this is based off nothing. It, it's sad. I think there's a sad. It is sad. It? Yeah. I think I I think there you go. I smashed it. I think Pinocchio is a glorious film. It's one of my almost all time favorites. Don't even need to do the yeah. next episode. We've covered. It, mate. It's sad. There's a whale. He's a real boy. Moving on. <laughs> 